Welcome to Deeper, a podcast of TRBC's Women's Life Ministry. No matter your story, you can be equipped to strengthen your relationship and love for God through the reading of God's Word and fellowship together. Now let's join Jacqueline Baines and Laura Guardia as they dive deeper into Bible study and resources to equip and encourage you today. Welcome to Deeper. We are so excited to share with you again. And I don't know you, but I'm enjoying so much this Bible study of Encountering Jesus. And here I have with me Jacqueline Maines. Hello. And we are super happy to be sharing this time with you. And with us today, we have someone very, very special, and is one uh, of our table leaders and one of our teachers, and it was a privilege to hear from you, and we were so challenged when you shared with us about Judas. We have Susan Hills here with us. Good morning. I'm glad to be here. Miss Susan, she had the opportunity to talk about a really difficult subject. You know, last week we dove into the story of Mary at Bethany, which is really just a beautiful and encouraging story about what it looks like to courageously approach Jesus in full worship. And this week we're switching gears. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad because I think Mrs. Susan probably got one of the harder lessons to talk yeah. about and just talking about the story of Judas. This is not a story that necessarily has a happy ending, mm-hmm. um, but it's actually one that I think is filled with conviction. Yes. And so, Miss Susan, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe a little bit just about your journey and preparing mm-hmm. this lesson for us? Well, I've been married for 40 years now to my husband, Roger, and we have three children, and we have five grandchildren. We've been here at the church for about three years, and we're so grateful for the ministry opportunities that we have here, not only to serve, but to be ministered to and to grow. Yeah, and we are so blessed to have you. Yes. <laughs> well, and I, you know, I have to share, when I was asked to teach, you know, at that time... I didn't know what I was going to be teaching. And so I just began to pray, you know, Lord, would you please prepare me for whatever, you know, they're going to ask me to speak about. And so the day that you asked me or actually told me that I would be speaking about Judas, I was like, huh. I knew you were going to deep end a little bit. (laughs) But I knew that, you know, the Lord had already begun to prepare me for that Mm. because I had to be willing to do whatever it was that you were asking me to do. It was fun. I was thinking, who who is amongst our leaders that would be willing to take on a hard topic this like challenge. Judas? <laughs> and I thought of the happiest, most encouraging person I know to talk about one of the more challenging passages of Scripture. Well, can you just open us up and give us a little bit of context of the story? You know, who is Judas? What's happening? And then we can kind of talk about a little bit more mm-hmm. of your lesson. Well, we know that Judas was one of the disciples. Mm-hmm. His life, as we're going to learn through this lesson, he, he led a double life. Mm-hmm. And so I find that very interesting. I had not done a lot of study on Judas. So I was like, oh, wow. You know, there's there's more context there than you look at or mm-hmm. see to begin with. And I came to the realization that really this whole thing is on betrayal from my perspective. Mm-hmm. But beginning in Genesis, 
in the Garden of Eden, carrying us through to the Garden of Gethsemane, mm. you know, there's betrayal. Yes. But what we learn from this is even in the midst of all of that, God is present. And so I think that as we dive in and learn about relationships and we realize that uh, betrayal, it dresses up in different outfits, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it reminds me, um, or it, as I look at betrayal, I think it can come in a look. It can come in words. It can come in actions. It can come in thoughts. Yeah. Mm. And I think we're going to see how Jesus responds to that. Yeah. Could you share a little bit more about your most important points or just what you saw in the life of Judah that was amazing, that was like eye-opening to you? Well, one of the first things I saw is that active involvement in ministry doesn't mean that you have a personal relationship with Jesus. Hmm. We see this in the life of Judas, and in my mind's eye, there is no clearer example because he was in the thick of it, and he managed to live a double life like I'd spoken about just a minute ago. And I think there are people today who serve, who attend church, and maybe even know the lingo but they Mm -hmm. haven't committed their life to Christ. Mm. And I think for us, sharing the gospel is important. And I love how our pastor and our leadership make this a priority in ministry here. And I think casual conversations can lead us to a gospel presentation in a very natural way. And I believe that the Lord quickens our spirit when we need to ask questions that may lead to salvation. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to have a d- discerning spirit, yeah. you know, when we're talking with someone. So a second lesson I learned is that Judas did not guard his heart. Mm-hmm. And in Proverbs four twenty three, it says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Well, we face temptations every day, whatever we allow allow in our thoughts, if not properly addressed, may be expressed in our lives, here again, through our actions and through our words. And we see this in the life of Judas. Hmm. And I wonder how long he allowed the thoughts to take hold and to gnaw or fester in his heart. You know, we don't know the answer to that. But what we do know is that he chose not to deal with it. I feel like that kind of begs the question, then, how do you guard your heart? What does that look Mm -hmm. like? Well, we guard our heart through prayer and in God's Word. In Psalm 119, 9 through 11, Mm -hmm. and uh, Romans 12, 2, and Philippians 4, 7 through 8, those are some verses that give us instructions. But quite honestly, there are a number of scriptures throughout the Bible that will help us to learn how we guard our hearts. Mm. And I am reminded of a children's song, which you girls probably know, Mm -hmm. but it seems very appropriate here. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. So the words to the song are, oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Mm -hmm. Oh, be careful, little tongue, what you say. Oh, be careful, little hands, what you do. Mm. Oh, be careful, little feet, where you go. Oh, be careful, little heart, whom you trust. Oh, be careful, little mind, what you think. For the Father up above is looking down in love. So I think we need to be careful what we see, hear, say, do, where we go, whom we trust, and what we think. That's very powerful. And I think in the life of Judas, when you think on on him walking 
just next to Jesus, seeing his miracles, seeing his mighty hand during the Last Supper, being right there. His feet were washed by Jesus and still, still doubting and still having wrong expectations and still to the very end doing what he did. And you can't think how, but that is us too. We do that. We do that daily. Daily we approach God for the wrong motivations. So what else you can share about the impact that had to you personally studying the life of Judas? One other point is that you see in Judas that he was self-focused, mm. and he, I believe, was in denial of his relationship with Jesus. And because of that, he got tangled up in, barb, in a barbed wire mess that he couldn't get out of. Mm-hmm. But do we ever find ourselves in a mess? Mm. You know, Sure we do. But the Bible tells us in Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So whether you have been betrayed or have been a betrayer, it's encouraging to know that all are loved by a merciful God who redeems us. First mm-hmm. John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that we do not allow past sins for which we have been forgiven to hinder us from serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. Satan uses tactics to make us believe that we are not worthy, but our worth comes from God alone, and He stands ready to equip us to the calling uh, for which He has on our life. That is powerful, so powerful. I was thinking about, as you were sharing all of this, and, you know, Judas's story, it doesn't end in a positive way. And so we see that he betrays Jesus Mm -hmm. and then— at the end of his life, he hangs himself. Yes. But I was thinking, I was actually thinking about the story in Narnia mm-hmm. when you see Edmund, right? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and um, it was, it's, I love this story. And, oh, yes. um, but you see that he is tempted by the witch. Mm-hmm. You know, she kind of offers, I'll give you anything, like I'll do whatever you want. And so he is just completely enamored by this idea of who she is. She's beautiful. She's enticing. She has all these amazing mm-hmm. things to offer. And because of that, his eyes and his mind is completely blind to the fact that Aslan is right mm. before him. And Aslan mm. is kind of this picture of Christ, this picture of Jesus. And he is showing to Edmund what the true life is, what life mm. in him looks like, and how he is the one to truly put his faith in. And Edmund walks beside Aslan. Aslan lets him in into all these things in his life. And at the end, though, we see that Edmund ends up betraying Aslan. And so I think it just like shows out just kind of this picture, though, at the very end of it, while this didn't happen necessarily in Judas's story, for Edmund, he realizes the sin that had covered his life and his eyes, and he realized just that his motives were all in the wrong place, and Aslan gives him grace. And after that, though, you see that Edmund is like, I will never fall into that again. I will never let this temptation from the witch be the things that blind my eyes. And so it's such a cool picture for us as well that, man, while there are things that might 
blind us for a while, we know that God gives us such grace. And so when we see the end result of temptation, which leads to death, God still gives us grace for that. And we know that, man, we we don't have to turn back to that. We can stand firm in the Word of God. We can stand firm in truth. And so I love just how you even shared at the very end that we don't have to allow our past sins to be the determining factor for our life. We know that God has given grace for us so we can walk in a new path. Yes, and he is Edmond the Chast. Yes. Aslan called him Edmond the Chast yes, at yeah. the end. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful image of seeing God's grace. Because right. at the moment I remember when uh, Edmond is talking to Aslan, Aslan and they have a like one-on-one conversation. And I think after we mess up many times we have that one-on-one yeah. with Jesus when he really showed us our sin, when he really showed us what we did wrong. But then he called us just. He make us just. And it's only because of Jesus. And Edmund is in the next stories too. And Edmund is uh, uh, in Narnia one of the most important characters because he become merciful when he see the sin of of other people. He he goes back and he sees, look what what Aslan did to me. It's a precious story to me too. And um, it made me think a lot that I don't know how betrayal looks in your life, how you see it. I don't know. When we say the word betrayal, maybe it can be very hard just to hear this word. So we just want to say to you that you are seen just, that Jesus can make you just. And if you were part of a trial or you were the victim of a trial, the Lord can do everything new. And, and we want to tell you that the Lord sees you as just the Lord, but also He He can give you a new purpose. And we know for sure that the Lord, whatever you went through, the Lord will use. Yes. And that will be a platform for you to bless other people. Yes. So, yeah. We so, must remember nothing is wasted. Exactly. Right. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And why do you think, I'm just thinking through this, and either one of you guys can answer, but I'm just thinking through the character of Jesus and knowing that while he is, yes, flesh and blood, he was also completely divine. Um, so 100% God. And so he knows that Judas is going to betray him, mm. and yet he still lets him into his inner circle. Yes. Why do you think he does that? Well, that's a great question. It's part of God's plan. That I guess that's really the easiest answer to say of that. But, I mean, I think that's hard when you think about bringing somebody like that into your inner circle. Because could we do that Mm -hmm. if we knew that somebody was betraying us? Right. You know, if you've had a friend that's mistreated you or whatever, could you bring them into your inner (laughs) circle, you know? Yeah. But but Jesus knew, he knew what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why the Garden of Gethsemane is such a beautiful story for us. You know, because that's where he gained the strength of being with the Father and was willing to do it. Yeah. I think the Lord allows certain things so we can have a clear picture of how he's going to respond. Mm-hmm. Many times I see God's word as like, oh, Lord, you know what is in my heart. But here I see who are you. Here I see your character. Here I see how merciful you are, your grace, your love. And I think he allowed Judas to be close so we can see how great his love, how great, in that 
he will give us until the very last chance because he had a chance. He was with us to the very end. And, and he knew, he knew what it will happen, but he gave us also a clear picture of someone that was very close to him and still didn't have the, you know, the right heart. And that's, a, you know, it's a great example to us. I really believe that the Old Testament, we can see God's character with uh, the Israelites. And the New Testament, we can see God's character with us directly, sending His only Jesus, His only Son Jesus, and and how much His love is. So, I feel that He allows He allow this for us today, 2024, to understand how He will respond if we have to be part of betrayal. Uh, well, and I think too. I mean, this is a thread that kind of holds this story together. Is because. Judas shows us very clearly that even though he was in the inner circle, Mm -hmm. he knew Jesus, but he did not know Jesus. So I think that's why we need to be mindful of the people that are around us as we're listening to them talk, you know, should it ever lead into a conversation of, you know, well, tell me about your your experience with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Can't assume other people's motives or where their heart is. You have to be so just careful with your words because you don't know where their relationship with the Lord truly is. To learn more about any of our Bible studies or the women's ministry at Thomas Road Baptist Church, visit our website at trbc.org/women or feel free to email us at info@trbc.org. At We'd love to hear from you. It's a cool picture because I Mm -hmm. feel like Jesus just shows us how we are to respond to others who betray us, Mm -hmm. how we are to allow people, which is hard, (laughs) so hard, but I mean, it just, I feel like it begs the question of like, you know, we are so quick to ask for grace, but giving grace to those who have hurt us is a completely different story. And then it also, it just, on Judas's side, it shows us that God does give us grace. Like we can accept that and we can walk forward knowing that we don't have to hold on to those difficult things that we've done in our life. Early on in my ministry, um, I, I had a situation where I was falsely accused of something. It was, you know, some information that I had been made aware of, not knowing that anybody else knew it, but this other individual decided to share it. So when it came out, she knew that I had the information because of a mutual friend, so she blamed me. So I got in my car that day. I was supposed to have a staff meeting, and I got in my car that day, and I drove this outer belt of the city that we were living in. And I was just praying, Lord, what would you have me do? Because you know that I'm innocent. And the answer that I believe I received in my heart, which has carried me through other situations, was you just need to remain quiet. And as a result of that, another lesson that came from that, her husband came to me and was asking me to help out on a project. And in that moment, 
when I was standing in his office, I came to the realization this is his way of apologizing because it was his wife. Mm-hmm. He, neither one could tell me that they were sorry for what had happened, but in that moment, in my spirit, I said to myself, okay, you either receive this mm-hmm. or, you know, you don't, yeah. and I chose to receive it. And that lesson has carried me through because I've had other situations, you know, where things have happened in betrayal, you know, primarily by words, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And um, the Lord just has really, I believe, just worked in my life to say, you just need to remain quiet. Yeah, Mm. And it reminds me of the passage in 1 Chronicles where it says, um, you know, you do not need to fear, but you can stand firm in knowing that the Lord is fighting the battle Mm. for you. And so knowing that the Lord has already gone before us, and so we don't have to fight it ourselves, but we can know that the Lord is truly interceding on our behalf. I mean, mm. I can even think about uh, situations where I felt betrayed or I felt so deeply hurt by something that happened. And I wanted just to go to that person and prove my point and prove how mm. they were wrong. And then I felt that the Lord was calling me and and telling me instead, and you know, I could tell that there were people that were talking about me, talking about the thing that I had mm. done, even though I definitely did not do it. And I wanted just to, you know, post everywhere and say, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. <laughs> like, just wanted justice for that person and what they had said and what they had done and the image that they were creating about myself that just wasn't true. And just mm. the Lord kept on telling me, be quiet, be still. Like, don't you just trust me? Um, mm. And then it was the, you need to forgive that person. Yes. And all I could yes. think was, Lord, I will forgive that person when one, they ask for forgiveness. <laughs> and also um, when I know that justice is given to them. Mm. And when I know that those two things happen, then I will feel okay enough to you know forgive them for everything. Yeah. And I was so convicted of that. I was reading in First Peter, he's writing to the slaves at that time and that he was just saying, like, you know, you will be beaten by your master. You will be, they will hit you. They will do yes. all these things or whatever. But even still, you are just to let them do that and forgive them even more. And so it was just this idea that, yeah, there are going to be very hurtful things, but it's mm. not my battle to fight. Like, I just trust that the Lord is going on my behalf. He's fighting for me. And I don't have to, you know, stick it to the man, prove my point, yes, like be at yes. the top. Um, just knowing that I am doing all of this for the glory of the Lord. And mm. so I can trust that he has my best interest in mind. And so he's going to protect my testimony. Yes. Um, but it's hard. Sometimes I think, and I like to do imagery, you know, type things. And sometimes I think in situations, I, I refer to it as heavenly sandpaper. Mm-hmm. And because I feel like maybe there's a lesson within that that I need to learn. So, you know, I get that, that sandpaper that, you know. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You know, that's good. Yeah. Yes. The work is on me. I think that also is when you are holding, you know, you you were betrayed and you were holding, you can't forgive or you are just, you know, holding the grudge and you, you are like, I want all these things to happen so I can forgive that also interrupt your relationship with the Lord. Yeah. That's something that is right there. We can't allow that because we need that fluent communication with our Savior. Right. So it's something that we are, you know, yes, I, I, I can forgive or I will never forgive. But what if that thing, that unforgiveness in your heart 
is holding you, you know, to receive the grace and the healing right. that you need. So you have to let go of all that as much as hard it can be. You have to pray that the Lord can help you to let it go. And, and also, He's going to help you mentally to function because that's what God's Word does. It helps us to have a sound mind. Betrayal can take you to very dark places. So you have to be fluent and not allow anything that will interrupt your communion and your relationship with the Lord. Yeah. I mean, you see that clearly in Jesus, too, yes. when He was the Garden of Gethsemane. I mean, he was just on his knees praying mm -hmm. to the Lord, even though he knew that betrayal was in front of him. And we have to think that when he was in the garden, his prayer was for all of us. You know, I, I believe that all of us were on his mind during that time, you know. So, I, you know, I titled this lesson, The Kiss of Death, mm. The Kiss of Life. Now, Miss Susan, I know that you were preparing your lesson and studying. Could you share some of your resources? Because we want this to be an opportunity for the ladies to also explore and see what else other resources they can use. Because I know that probably a lot are going to be like, I want to know more about Judas now. So I want to know what, uh, what Miss Susan used. Yes. Well, the first thing that I did, you know, was just praying as the Lord to you know, show me, direct me where I needed to go to find resources. So the first place I went, of course, was to the Word. Yes. And I do have several different study Bibles, Dr. David Jeremiah, Dr. Tony Evans. Mm -hmm. I use those, J. Vernon McGee. I found a resource from the pastor at Cornerstone Chapel, Chapel in Leesburg, Virginia, that was mm -hmm. a very insightful, you know, sermon to listen to. You know, I, I tried to just read as much as I could, either through, you know, some some blogs or, you know, even music, yeah. um, just listening to music. But, you know, primarily, I mean, my, my study Bibles were the biggest, you know, resource for me. I always love listening to all the speakers when they share about their resources, because I feel like what I've learned is that it's not like this big secret, like tool that you guys use that nobody else knows about. Like yes. there are resources that are out there, but also... A lot of us use the same method of just like mm -hmm. completely like immersing ourselves in scripture and just yes. learning all the things about it. And considering that many of us use kind of the same tools, it's just is such a reminder that we can all do that. We can all be a part of that. So as you guys are listening, you know, just maybe it's just hearing one of those names that. Susan, that you mentioned, and just going and looking at that one tool, that one resource, just to start your exploration of Scripture. And J. Vernon McGee was another one that I used, and also a series that we had done 40 years ago called Through the Bible was a helpful you know, resource as, as well. Mrs. Susan, will you pray for us? Yes. And will you pray for ladies that experience betrayal? Um, will you pray that they can experience healing, that they can get closer to the Lord, and that they don't allow anything to interrupt their communion, right relationship with the Lord, because that's when true healing happens. Father God, we are just so grateful for who you are, and we're so thankful for the gift of your Son, Jesus, who makes all the difference in our lives. And Lord, we know that there is nothing that happens that you're not aware of. And so, Father, I want to pray today specifically for the women who have experienced betrayal. 
And Lord, as I shared, it comes in so many different ways, whether it's a look, a word, a thought, an action. But Lord, any of these can be so piercing to our hearts. And so, Father, I pray that as the woman who's listening to this, I pray that she realizes that Jesus is fully aware of the journey that she's on. And Lord, I pray that you would help her to know that you love her beyond all measure. And Father, I pray that she leans into you, and Father, that you provide a healing balm over her heart, over her soul, over her mind. Father, that she can just rest assured in your promises that you will never leave her nor forsake her. Father, I just pray that if they're struggling with whether to get into the Word, that, Lord, you would just show them that your Word is the light that they need. Oh, Father, we're so grateful for the sacrifice that you made for us, for what took place in the Garden of Gethsemane that was so hard for you, but is truly an example, Lord Jesus, that you know what we face day in and day out. And Lord Jesus, I just ask that this lesson on Judas would minister to women, help them find their worth in you. Because, Lord Jesus, you're the one that gives us that worth. And we need to rest in you and cling to that. And, Father, I pray that when Satan comes like a roaring lion, that you help them to put up that shield and say, Lord, take this thought captive to the obedience of Christ because I want to rest in the arms of Jesus me more than anyone ever could. And Father, we pray this prayer in the powerful name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Miss Susan, for sharing with us. And thank you for listening. It was so nice to be sharing with you. We are praying for you. We're excited to see you. And we can't wait for you next week. May God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Deeper. We invite you to join us every week for this special podcast, and we'd love to meet you personally. Make plans now to attend Thomas Road this coming Sunday. Our services are at 9.15 and 11 a.m. Or reach out to us online at trbc.org women. We can't wait to hear from you. 